the Mishcon Academy Digital Sessions. Conversations on the legal topics affecting businesses and individuals today. In this episode, MPs sitting on the Treasury Select Committee have recently criticised HMRC's response to the high levels of fraudulent claims reported to have been made to the government's COVID support schemes. Today, we consider what powers and funding have been made available to HMRC in order to tackle fraud? What has HMRC done to hold to account those responsible? And finally, what are HMRC's plans for further investigations? Hello and welcome to the Mishcon Academy Digital Sessions podcast. I'm Emily Wright, an associate in the White Collar Crime and Investigations Group at Mishcon Dorea, and I'm joined remotely by my colleagues Matthew Ewans, a legal director, also in the White Collar Crime and Investigations Group, and Richard Harvey, an associate in the Tax Disputes and Investigations team. First, Richard, can you please provide us with an overview of HMRC's Coronavirus Job Retention Scheme, which, for ease, we will refer to as the Furlough Scheme? Thank you, Emily. The Coronavirus Job Retention Scheme, or Furlough Scheme as it's more commonly known, was originally introduced by the Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, in March 2020, at about the time of the first national lockdown. The scheme is a government-funded financial support scheme, which allows employers to reduce the ordinary working hours of employees or take them out of work completely whilst keeping them on the payroll. It's reported that about £61 billion worth of financial support has been claimed under the furlough scheme to date. And the latest figures released by HMRC show that the scheme is currently funding the salaries of 4.2 million workers in the UK. Of course, the aim of the furlough scheme is to support employers seriously affected by the lockdown. The scheme has allowed businesses to avoid making employees redundant by keeping them on the payroll, and it has made the transition between different levels of restrictions easier, with businesses being forced to reduce opening times and shift sizes, or just completely close at various times since March last year. The scheme was originally set to end in June 2020, but of course, as we all know, the furlough scheme has been extended a number of times since due to the continuing restrictions, and currently it's scheduled to finish this September. The scheme therefore remains available to employers of all sizes with a PAYE payroll scheme and a UK bank account. It covers up to 80% of an employee's salary for the hours that they don't work, up to a maximum of £2,500 per month. And it also covers workers employed on any kind of contract, including flexible or zero-hours contracts. Thanks, Richard. Since the introduction of the fellow scheme in March 2020, it's estimated that the scheme has supported over 11 million employees. However, the quick rollout of the scheme is suspected to have created room for error, and it's established that between £2.9 billion and £5.8 billion has been lost to mistakes within the scheme, and more seriously to fraud. Matthew, can you provide us with an overview of the extent of the fraud to date? Yes, of course. And as you say, Emily, some of those losses are down to an error. The initial lack of guidance on claiming under the scheme and the changes to the guidance as the pandemic wore on led to many claiming furlough in error or too much in the way of payments. The expansion to part-time furlough has not helped in this regard either. However, the National Audit Office has estimated that as much as 80% of wrongful claims under the furlough scheme could have been fraudulent. The majority of these wrongful claims are thought to relate to either employers making a claim in circumstances where employees have still carried out their role employers inflating the claim for their employees or claims submitted for employees no longer employed by the business. There have also been more sophisticated attempts to cheat the system involving the use of dormant companies and fake employees. And I understand that HMRC have said that officials would take criminal action against the most serious fraud cases. 
Richard, what powers have been granted HMRC to tackle these increased levels of fraud? Emily, HMRC have been granted significant powers. Since July 2020, when the Finance Act received royal assent, HMRC has had the power to claw back any grants and funding which employers claimed that they were not entitled to. Under the legislation, HMRC can recover payments wrongly claimed by businesses and they can impose financial penalties of up to 100% of the amounts misclaimed should it feel appropriate to do so. There are also potential criminal sanctions for those who were fraudulently claimed under the furlough scheme. Individuals may face arrest for criminal offences and businesses could face liability for failing to prevent the facilitation of tax evasion. The extremely high levels of fraud in relation to the furlough scheme prompted the Chancellor to allocate significant funding to HMRC in his budget of March this year to investigate and tackle COVID-19 related tax fraud. This funding of £100 million has been used to create a Taxpayer Protection Task Force which is staffed by over 1,000 HMRC officials. The task force is expected to take a much tougher approach than what we have seen from HMRC to date. And so what has HMRC done so far in order to clamp down on this wrongdoing? Have they been making use of these increased powers? Well, Emily, yes, HMRC has made a number of arrests in connection with suspected fraud relating to the furlough scheme. The first arrest was in July 2020, when a man was arrested as part of an investigation into a suspected £495,000 furlough fraud. A further two arrests were made in September 2020 in relation to the sum of £70,000. In April of this year, HMRC's Taxpayer Protection Task Force officers executed a search warrant and arrested two individuals on suspicion of cheating the public revenue, VAT evasion and money laundering for a suspected £3.4 million tax fraud linked to the furlough scheme. The pair have now been bailed pending further investigation, but HMRC have frozen over £6 million held in accounts controlled by the two individuals. It is also worth mentioning the introduction of the Bounce Back Loan Scheme, which has provided £43.5 billion for struggling smaller businesses. In December 2020, the government reported that 27,000 fraudulent applications to the scheme, worth around £1.1 billion, had been blocked, but estimated that between 15 and 26 billion of the money paid under the scheme could ultimately be lost through either fraud or credit risk. And Richard, you said that the Finance Act has granted increased powers to HMRC, and it appears that HMRC has been making use of these, and has made a number of arrests. Do you believe that the powers granted to HMRC are sufficient to tackle this level of fraud? Well, Emily, HMRC have certainly been granted a wide range of powers, We know that HMRC is dealing with extremely high numbers of allegations. It received 91,000 whistleblower calls in the first nine months of the pandemic alone, including 26,000 reports in relation to misuse of the furlough scheme. Despite their own estimates for how widespread the problem is, HMRC, however, have taken only limited enforcement action to date. Their preferred tactic has been to deploy amnesties or send nudge letters to those suspected of misclaiming under the support scheme encouraging them to come forward. HMRC say in their published documentation that their priorities are supporting taxpayers and tackling deliberate non-compliance and criminal attacks. Therefore, if amounts have been innocently claimed and they are paid back within a certain period of time, HMRC say they won't take any further action. However, they do reserve significant powers in case this doesn't work. Under the Finance Act 2020, HMRC can claw the monies back claimed under the support schemes by raising tax assessments. HMRC can also issue penalties of up to 100% of the money claimed where there has been deliberate misconduct. 
They have the power to hold company officers jointly and severally liable where a business has become insolvent. And HMRC are also updating a list of employers claiming furlough relief. HMRC retain the power to publish a list of those who have fraudulently claimed support, naming and shaming them in the public domain. And to add to what Richard said, the 2020 budget indicated that the task force would deploy a team of over 1,200 HMRC officials to assess suspicious claims. This review will involve looking at payment data and PAYE records alongside reports from whistleblowers to the HMRC fraud hotline. There are substantial resources at HMRC's disposal to investigate and, if appropriate, to prosecute furlough fraud cases. And Matthew, to finish, do you have any predictions for enforcement by HMRC? Would you agree that they appear to be taking an increasingly aggressive approach to enforcement? Yes, although HMRC has these increased powers and a significant budget, both of which we have been talking about today, there have only been three reported investigations that have led to arrests in connection with furlough fraud. In connection with the Bounce Back Loan Scheme, we have seen arrests and convictions following investigations by our other enforcement agencies. Two people who exploited the scheme by using false identities to fraudulently obtain nearly £500,000 were sentenced to three and five years in prison after pleading guilty in November. And in January of this year, another three men employed by a financial institution in London were arrested for their part in a fraudulent bounce-back loan claim, totalling £6 million. That said, the Taxpayer Protection Task Force is a relatively new addition to HMRC's armoury, so it will take time for it to complete its investigations with any enforcement action to follow. However, following calls for action from MPs and bodies such as the National Audit Office, HMRC is coming under increased pressure to crack down on furlough fraud and deliver results quickly. Given the substantial resources available to HMRC, the political impetus to crack down on furlough fraud and significant sums at stake, we suspect to see further arrests in the near future, particularly as lockdown measures are lifted and HMRC is able to conduct visits more freely. So advice for businesses and advisors is to prepare for increased scrutiny of their claims under the furlough scheme and other government support schemes to ensure that all claims are processed correctly. Well, for now, let's wrap up there. I'd like to say thanks so much to Matthew Ewans and Richard Harvey for joining me on this Mishcon Academy Digital Sessions podcast. I'm Emily Wright, and do look out for the next podcast in the series. The Digital Sessions are a series of online events, videos, and podcasts, all available at mishcon.com. If you have any questions you'd like answered or suggestions of what you'd like us to cover, do let us know at digitalsessions at mishcon.com. Until next time, take care. The Mishcon Academy Digital Sessions. To access advice for businesses that is regularly updated, please visit mishcon.com.